Hello, Verge fam and others who are tuning in. My name is Foster Toft, and this is Vergecast. I, I gotta say, guys, that I miss and long to be together soon. Wherever you are at today, I want you to know that you are wanted, you're welcome, and you are loved. Those are Verge values. And as you sit in isolation, as you battle with loneliness, I want you to know and tell you that God cares for you. Today, we're going to be talking through a harder subject that was written into us, a question that most people don't really know how to talk about. And a lot of us do struggle with this. The thing we're going to be talking about today is self-harm. And the question is, how do I fight self-harm and not relapse? How do we combat it? Our podcast today will be walking through an article that I wrote over the subject. If you would like a written copy of it, you can message me or Verge Knights, and we would love to give you a copy of this. I pray that through this session that you'll have a better understanding of God's Word and how to be able to fight seasons of self-harm, wherever it is. Either it's bodily harm, or if it's mental harm, or whatever type of harm you find yourself in. I pray that this, through God's Word, will be able to bring freeing and peace to your life. We all go through seasons when our life seems to dwell on a particular topic or situation or trial we are experiencing. When dwelling becomes too painful, we look to distract ourselves with things that allow escape, to numb the pain, and force us to forget circumstances we're facing. So the question I want to ask you is, what do you do when you're stuck? What do you do when you try to find escape through a door but only find it locked? How do you cope today? During isolation, the enemy uses his time to bring more opportunities to dwell on things that could lead to self-harm. Self-harm is a lie from the enemy promising control over your pain. This, is a, this hurt you decide to inflict to cover pain that you never wanted in the first place. Hidden demons whisper to you that in order to make the emotional pain go away on the inside, you have to make it visible through bodily pain on the outside. Or through any type of other self-harm that you find yourself in. These hidden demons use isolation as a means to whisper and turn it into screaming. The enemy longs for you to amplify your mental, emotional, and physical pain and make you defined by them. Isolation provides more opportunities to dwell on something and more opportunities to inflict self-harm in secret. It all starts with dwelling. He wants you to dwell on your flaws, chaos, fear, anxiety, and drama all leading to a feeling of helplessness and out of control. Helplessness breeds the desire for control. The desire for control pushes us to find something, to find anything in your life that could, you could take a charge of. The empty promises of self-harm and your control is that when you indulge in self-harm, it will bring relief. How do we combat these hidden demons? How can we find victory over self-harm during a season with limited distractions and ample times to be alone? Does God's word give us hope to those who enter into a mental war, war field every day? Philippians 4, 8 through 9 tells us this. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if any of these things are excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, 
and the peace of God will be with you. Self-harm is produced from dwelling on the list of lies that lead to something you can control through self-harm. Then Philippians gives us a framework on how to combat it with truth. Philippians gives us three promises to overcome self-harm during isolation, or during any season of your life, rather. Number one, think about these things. Paul gives us a list of categories to think about during the seasons when self-harm is attractive. When dwelling on the whispers from hidden demons, do these things you're dwelling on fit into the categories of things that Paul says are edifying for you to think about? Today, I want you to physically write up a list of topics that are honorable, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, that are commendable, anything worthy of excellence, of praise. Put these things together. I want you to create a list to be able to fight against self-harm. Keep this list in a place that is easy to access at any point during the day. Dwelling on righteous things constantly combats dwelling on wicked things that lead to self-harm. Number two, practice these things. To practice something means to progressively get better. The fight against self-harm during any season is is one of longevity, not a quick fix. To combat the hidden demons that push you towards self-harm, you need to be in constant reviewing of truth that you already know, seeking to learn more about God and His Word. And lastly, it's looking to others to help you during this fight. Look to mature believers for help and model your life after those who are following Christ well. Choose a person or two that you can inform you of your struggle before you enter a situation that tempts you to harm yourself. Keep accountability and communication open with them. Allow them to bring truth and correction when you're having a hard time dwelling on things that are true. And number three, peace of God. When you focus on truth instead of lies, you experience peace. Self-harm promises peace when you take control into your own hands, but leaves you in an empty cycle of pain, guilt, and shame. We've all been there. When you try to take control into your own hands, you're left just in this doom loop. God promises you peace by focusing on truth that He is in control. And that he will take care of you. Peace from God shouts over the whispers of hidden demons. Because this truth that I want you to rest in and know on your heart is that God's peace comes from scars not found on your body, but on his. The only bodily harm that will bring satisfaction and pain happened to Jesus on the cross. Jesus bore scars for you so that you can resist putting scars on yourself. The only way peace of God will come onto you if you rest in the bodily harm that happened to Christ and not on the one that the hidden demons want to put on you. The peace of God relieves self-harm because he is ultimately in perfect control. During COVID-19, you'll have opportunities to dwell on countless things. The battle against self-harm may be strong, but the promises of God are even stronger. Rest in Christ today and dwell on things that are honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, worthy of praise. Dwell on the scars that Jesus received, not on the ones that hidden demons whisper will heal and bring you peace.
because only peace of God will bring satisfaction. I want to thank you for tuning in today. My name is Foster Toft, and this is Vergecast with music featuring from Daniel Asher. We're going to be continuing in our study of Lamentations next week, and hopefully you can join us. Thank you. See you next time.